1: Hello everyone, it is Paul here from Redmen TV. Welcome to Redmen Bite Size, a bite-sized look at all things happening around Liverpool Football Club on today, Thursday the 18th of May. Uh, We've actually got some breaking news that we're going to kick things off with, Um, the story dropping me a moment before I was set to sit in and record this podcast, I'll come to that in a moment. Uh, we are going to be talking manager of the year nominations, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold statistic, uh, Andy Robertson talking about his new role in the Liverpool side. Liverpool confirming some of departures yesterday. Um, one player who was suspected to be leaving but looks like may not. And some positive news in the transfer market and for Liverpool's final home game of the season in terms of the... Uh, tear-jerking farewell that we're all gearing ourselves up for. Um, But the first thing, um, yeah, this dropped again probably 10 minutes ago. Uh, Jürgen Klopp uh, has been suspended from the touchline for two matches and fined £70,000 following comments he made after the game against Tottenham, reports James Pearce of The Athletic. Um, First match of the touchline ban, is effective immediately and the second is suspended until the end of the 23-24 season. £75,000 and, and, well, as it stands, a one-match touchline ban and what that means for those unfamiliar with the the, the idea of something being suspended until the end of 2023-24 means that if he repeat offends (laughs) um, at any point before the end of next season he will immediately pick up that next ban and you suspect there will be further conversations around extended so it's effectively kicking it down the line a little bit it is not gone and it is a bit of a I guess a a sort of Damocles hanging over Jürgen Klopp's head now you know we kind of seen this in the past with as an extreme example is obviously uh, Luis Suarez biting, you know, you bite once um, you get a ban, you bite twice, you get a, a much much bigger ban um, if you bite again, then the threat of being kicked out of football altogether starts to become uh, more of a reality, yeah, again a much more extreme example than what's going on with Jürgen at the moment, um, but it does mean that, yeah, the final home game of the season against Aston Villa 3pm kickoff this Saturday yeah, yeah, England won't be on the touchline for that game, and with the Reds looking to keep up the pressure, the final, you know, sort of like chance for the Reds to put points on the board to put pressure on ahead of that final um, last game of the season against Southampton the following week. Yeah, he will won't be there. Now, of course, he will be in Anfield. He will be allowed to be in the the, the changing rooms before the game, I presume at halftime and, and post-match. We've seen him, of course, have touchline bans for Liverpool previously. We've also seen him miss games because of uh, coronavirus as well. Uh, famously, of course, Liverpool uh, playing Chelsea uh, last season. Um, or was it the season before? Anyway. Um, the, the point on this is Liverpool should be able to cope with this he will be in the stadium. And of course, when it comes to their farewell celebrations and the lap of, I guess it will be a lap of appreciation or a lap of honor this year. Although, you know, they did win the charity shield, didn't they? Um, maybe they'll, maybe they'll walk around with that. The big place. um, yeah, we will be able to take part in that of course it is just during the during the play time, effectively he's not allowed on the touchline so yeah really interesting stuff and annoying I'm seeing lots of people making mention of the fact that you know the the size of the fine is actually bigger than the fine that's been handed out to Ivan Tony uh, Abate, he's got an eight-month ban from football for for gambling offences, but yeah, um, interesting development and one that caught me by surprise. Certainly, I re- I really thought they'd kind of moved on from all of this, but no, apparently not. The FA have decided that uh, if they could crack on with the side and what uh, and the Premier League could crack on with the side and what happens to Manchester City and all of their charges, which again people have been talking about in the wake of them making the Champions League final, that'd be cracking. Um, double blow then for Jürgen as well. Um. The nominations for the Premier League Barclays Manager of the Season Award are in, according to at Sky Sports PL. And uh, the German does not make the six-man shortlist. Uh, that is comprised of Michael Arteta from Arsenal, Roberto De Zerbi from Brighton, uh, Unai Emery from Aston Villa, uh, Pep Guardiola, Man City, Eddie Howe, Newcastle, and Marco Silva, Fulham. I mean, Unai Emery? I mean, we'll see. I mean, actually, you know what? I retract. I entirely retract the, uh, <laughs> the tone of voice in which I said his name there. Given that we play his Aston Villa side at the weekend, and we'll move on without further comment, um, at the risk of uh, of uh, enraging the uh, bad luck gods. Um, great little stat from StatBomb on Twitter at Statsbomb. Uh, who say since Trent Alexander-Arnold moved into the hybrid midfield role he's made more line breaking passes 101 than any other player in the Premier League uh, they've also released a graphic which you can go and check out if you go and check out StatsBomb out that shows how his passing profiles changed breaking lines centrally much more often than before um, which I guess a lot of people would have suspected we've seen it as it's kind of typified his game he's been far more of a central creator for the team But the fact that yeah no other midfielder has made the fact no other player uh, in the Premier League has made more line breaking passes in that time since he's been in that in that position is a is nice a nice note of encouragement. Um, The change of role has affected another of Liverpool's fullback Andy Robertson's been speaking to LiverpoolFC.com. About it, um, when asked about it, he said, "Yeah, it's different. Maybe a little bit more conservative. Uh, obviously, previously, maybe we're used to being more high and wide and offering runs in behind and that kind of thing." But we have obviously tweaked the system a little bit and sometimes you have to make sacrifices and you have to adapt your role a little bit and I think I've managed to do that. It's been a kind of back three as such and then Trent going in next to Fabinho. As long as the team is winning, then everything is fine. That's the most important thing. Of course, I still try to get involved in attacks. I still want to overlap my winger and things like that but I just need to pick and choose my moments. I think as the games have gone on, I've got better at picking and choosing the moments. I've adapted to the role a lot better. It's just trying to use that and whatever system we play next season, or if we have a couple of systems we can play then it's about finding yourself within that and bringing the best out of you there's probably two different sides of my game depending on what formation we play but I feel as if I have adapted well to it and like I say uh, as long as we keep on winning and we keep progressing as a team then I'll be happy I'll be happily doing that job interesting little hint there if you picked up on that as well when he mentions the two at least two formations or having other formations to switch to is a very interesting thing you know often you find when footballers do interviews and they talk about things that the words that have been spoken to them kind of slip into how they talk about the football and it does make you wonder whether liverpool of course have have, Shifted through a number of systems this season. There's even been variations on this new system. You know, if you're talking about Cody Gapo playing in the midfield, Darwin Nunes in the nine is different to Cody Gapo in the nine and Jordan Henderson in the midfield behind them. Of course, whether he refers to that is interesting to know, but does he refer to an idea that maybe Liverpool might play? Let's let's go back to a four, four-two or a four-two-four or what have you. Or even, yeah, go back to four-three-three. Who knows? Um, but yeah, something definitely to keep an eye on. I'm really good to Andy Robertson. Look, he's you know he's a sensible guy. He's a, he's a, still in his prime age as a footballer, but he's, he's put a lot of minutes in, in this Liverpool side. He's been used a lot. I've done a video on that recently in terms of the uh, the minutes profile of Liverpool's squad comparing this season to eighteen nineteen, which we class to be basically the zenith of that Jürgen Klopp team. And Robertson's put, consistently played a lot of football. Having Shimmerkast there has helped with that. But I do wonder whether actually a slight shift in his role means that maybe he's not doing quite as much intense running, which could actually help to um, increase the longevity of his Liverpool career, which would be a very good thing. A very good thing indeed. Okay.
0: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host.
1: Um, The big news, really, this week that came, and probably, you know, for for a significant amount of time, but Liverpool. We're heading towards the end of an era. Um, The FC official account put out yesterday evening. And they can confirm Roberto Firmino, Naby Keita, James Miller, and Alex Oxley-Chamberlain will leave the club upon the expiry of their contracts this summer. Special acknowledgements will be paid to the quartet at Anfield with further tributes to follow at the end of the season. Of course, we've long known. That Cater and Oxide Chamberlain were going to be leaving. Um, it's been known for uh, a couple of months now that the Firmino's leaving, and we've seen in recent probably going back to the last week uh, it became more known that James Milner was going to be moving on. Obviously, still not confirmed destinations for any of those footballers as yet, although Brighton uh, and Milner looks as, as, as likely as anything. Um, but yeah, interesting to see the club finally kind of come out and I, Obviously, with Liverpool playing their final home game of the season, they're kind of gearing up towards that, really, are they? It's a known thing. It gives fans an opportunity to really give them the farewell that they deserve. And you know, I tweeted this last night myself, that as much as you know, those players, there's a spectrum of how much those players are loved or beloved by Liverpool fans. There's no sense in getting lost into who's more loved or less loved or whatever. The point to be made is that in the last... Six years of Liverpool, those guys have all of those players have contributed towards brilliant moments, whether it's great goals, great passes. Being involved in the squad and actually in, in all instances of those footballers, they've done they've done more than that. Um, you know, James Mill has been an absolute thought for Liverpool. Bobby Firmino's been an absolute magical inspiration. Um, Alex Oxley Chamberlain, particularly in the, the run to Kiev, was so dynamic in a in a transforming Liverpool side. And though Naby Keita you know, was slightly maligned at times for his lack of availability through injuries, still himself has his fingerprints are over some big Liverpool performances, um, particularly at the back end of last season as well. When he was fit and available, so yeah, the four of them will hopefully get a hero send off at Anfield, Um, and yeah, we'll go with certainly with all the well wishes of everyone at Redman TV, Um, but of course, I would strongly suspect everyone who sets foot inside Anfield on Saturday as well. And one name that won't. Be uh, or ha- wasn't on that list and you know, conspicuous by absence to some extent. Um, Jack Loesbury from the Sanfield writes um, Despite his contract being set to expire this summer goalkeeper Adrian was not amongst those confirmed to be leading by Liverpool this week uh, Plans are in place for a send-off for the quartet at Anfield on Saturday following the Reds' final home game this season against Villa which we know, but there was no mention of Adrian uh, despite the 36 year old seeing his terms expire on July 1st, there have already been links with a potential replacement in Hanover 96 goalkeeper Ron Robert ziela uh, and the club are yet to acknowledge a departure for their number 13. According to James Pearce, this comes with discussions ongoing over a possible extension for the backup goalkeeper. He did sign a two year contract extension in 2021, um, and it goes on to be mentioned um, that if he does agree another contract, it's unlikely to be a problematic decision given that he will remain third choice. Uh, he will be turning 37 in January, but his experience has made him a core part of Liverpool's goalkeeping stable. Uh, they also go on to mention the number of young goalkeepers that Liverpool have, and so much of what Liverpool do in the transfer market will centre around the future of Cleveland-Kelleher, and it does make me wonder, and this is just speculation at this point, if Liverpool are looking to move Kelleher on or give him you know, chance to go and play some more senior football elsewhere, whatever that looks like, loan sale, whatever, it would be it would seem a tad foolish to let two goalkeepers go in one window, particularly that Adrian is only third choice. Um, you don't really want to be in this a position, and it will depend, of course, on who's ready to step up. And I uh, uh, mentioned you know uh, Marcelo Petalugas, 20, Harvey Davies, 19, uh, Fabian Mroszak, 19, and Jakub Ozynski, 20. Are any of those ready to step up and be the third-choice goalkeeper? You wouldn't want Adrian as your second-choice um, so yeah, some shuffling of the pack to be done, and that stands the reason why maybe you keep uh, Adrian around, and then you look to buy someone who's a bit more, a bit closer to first team quality, perhaps for your second choice. Uh, yeah, very very interesting stuff indeed. Um, on the farewell stuff, then yeah, the Anfield game reporting: uh, Bobby Firmino trains ahead of uh, Anfield farewell, but Darwin Nunes doubt remains. Um, it will be the final whole game of the season for Liverpool. And the, for the likes of Firmino, Milner, Oxford Chamber, a chance to say goodbye. With Firmino having missed the last six games with a muscle injury, they were concerned over whether he would make it onto the pitch again for the club. But as a 27 man squad trained at the Axa Training Centre on Wednesday, the 31 year old was seen working alongside his teammates again. However, there was no sign of Nunes. He was struggling with a toe injury that's cast out over his involvement in the next two games. So, uh, yes, Bobby Firmino. Hoping to be in contention at least for the substitutes bench, and I think it's something we'd all like to see, you know. And this is not a situation where you're chucking someone in for vibes or for a laugh or whatever, yeah? as we've seen this season in his overall, you know, his overall output, his overall return, you know, as as a as a useful member and a beyond useful member. Let's be honest, of this Liverpool squad. I could very well see Firmino having a, a role to play in this match. You know, it's not just like he's been given some sort of charity. Center. This is not a testimonial. This is not like, you know, when you, you, you give the guy whose testimonial is a penalty because he gets the score and he gets the blah, blah, blah. Now, Firmino has contributed and he could well contribute more. I mean, I was just looking at his stats. 11 goals and five assists in 33 appearances this season. Um, it's fantastic for a footballer who is supposedly on the wane. Um so yeah, Bobby Firmino could well have a have a role to play. We could well see him come onto the pitch, and wouldn't it be great for him to score one more goal in front of the cop? Uh, one more collector's item, one more celebration uh, for us to all soak in. Yeah, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great indeed? Um, that is not the end. Uh, don't worry. I mean, it is the, c- soon the end of Roberto for me, you know. Um. Neil Jones um, has been talking about Alexis McAllister on our Jerno Insight with Neil Jones show, uh, which is streaming right now on redmenplus.com. So if you want more on this, do go and check that show. I'll I'll give you a code uh, to get a significant... When I say significant, I mean gigantic discounts on that in a moment. So stay tuned. Um, He was asked about uh, Alexis McAllister. He says, it's going to be difficult to get anyone out of Brighton. I think it comes down to what the overall package is going to cost. So if you're talking a hundred million for Alexis McAllister, I don't think Liverpool are there. I don't think anyone is there personally. So what can you get him for? Is it closer to 60 to 65 million? I think Liverpool are there. There's going to be developments on that in the next few weeks. Yes, very exciting stuff indeed. And that is just a a tantalising taster of what's going on on the rest of that show, which you can get in video and in podcast form over on RedmanPlus.com. If you head over there, if you choose a club captain yearly subscription, uh, and use the code YEAR, Y-E-A-R, YEAR, if you will. I just, I don't know why I have to say it like that, but year, YEAR, um, 50% off, 50% off a yearly subscription. It's normally £50, which, I'll be honest, is a absolute steal for what it is at the best of times, but just £25 for an entire year of Redman Plus content and just to clarify that we do weekly JLO inside shows which are going to be continuing throughout the summer as more transfer stuff gears up so if you want to get more insight from Neil Jones from goal and get closer to the uh, inside scoop on what Liverpool are going to be doing transfer wise this summer then get involved with that and our Bobby Firmino best in the world documentary is launching in June as well I have just seen the first 10 minutes of it uh, which has been put together and I'm I mean, and this is me, the CEO of the company. Um, you know, I could sit here and, and blow smoke at and up you if you were so inclined. But I am uh, honestly blown away by the quality of what uh, what Joe Baker has been able to put together, our director, so far. So that's going to be an, a worldy of a documentary. So, yeah, if you use that, you're going to get that. And then, listen, you'd be all the way back to this time next year when the Reds are back in the hunt for all the trophies again uh, for just... The, the, the small one-time fee of £25. So yes, redmanplus.com, yearly club captain. Use the code YEAR and get involved with that. And one final thing before you go, before you head off to your next podcast, your next meeting, your next thing in life... Um, we've got a live event on Friday evening at Hotel Anfield. We are live with the Ragamuffins. We are hosting the Ragamuffins live show. We are going to be doing uh, some Red Men fun games and chat and Liverpool chat and all that kind of stuff as well. We're going to be doing our end of season awards live. Uh, then we're going to be having Steve, Chris, and Chloe pitch uh, for the semi-vacant director of football job uh, as voted for by our audience before the ragamuffins come in and blow the roof off the tent. Um, so if you want to come and get involved with that, the link will be in the description to get yourself some tickets. Or if you're just deciding on the day and you're maybe you're in the car right now, you could drive home or you could just drive straight to Anfield and if you want to pay on the door, you can do that as well. I hope to see you there. It's going to be an absolute belter to really kick things up into high gear, put the good vibes, good feelings back into us uh, before we go on play Aston Villa at Anfield on Saturday right that is it from me have a wonderful wonderful weekend and hopefully the Reds can deliver us another fantastic three points when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer